and welcome back. So we're gonna be so last time <laughs> we did some beach episode, and you guys got some grub, had some fun. Um, Spitz had a conversation with uh, the deep people, actually. Yeah, quite quite a few. He (laughs) went off into the ocean and tried to commune with the ocean mother. Unfortunately, uh, something went wrong in that communing process. And answering that prayer and taking him into the vision was the antithesis of the ocean mother, the deep father. Uh, Spitz being very adamant that he is not looking for his guidance and his power and any of that. Um, and denying wanting to do anything with him uh, regardless the ocean father decided that that wasn't going to work and took Spitz as his own warlock uh Spitz is currently powered by the f- the power that he wishes to fight. Um, trying to the the beach episode was a good means of distraction from all that. Um, but during the middle of the night, as you guys were taking some rest, landing having landed your ship on the beach um you guys started hearing banging on the whole door and you guys came to awake and realized that some skathori were trying to uh destroy the ship with very simple implements um uh so you guys decided to come outside the ship and fight them using mostly non-lethal damage. There's one, maybe two that died. Uh, but nevertheless, choosing to act uh, honorably in battle and att- uh, attempting not to kill and attempting to go through towards a peaceful transition, you guys uh, managed to escape that situation. Coming uh, into the atmosphere, there was a lot of dodging and weaving through asteroid belt. And, uh, or not asteroid belt, um, this tech debris that is, yeah, junk. You said junk net? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, uh, Basically, the scattered satellite debris uh, that just continues to whip around uh, this planet. Uh, You guys are dodging and weaving. Um, I'm going to pick up where eight left off. 
um, eight, you're getting ready for a pretty simple day at the beach when all of a sudden behind you within your living quarters you hear the sliding of a metal door and you stare into that dark starry abyss Try this one more time, and I walk through portal door. Okay. Step through. As you step through, the door shuts behind you. And there you have that same figure sitting in the same spot, looking at the planet that you now definitely recognize to be the planet that you've uh, arrived at. Uh, this is the same planet that he's looked at, uh, at nearly every time you've, you've visited. All right, well, I know that it's basically pointless for me to try and uh, get words from whatever you are. Um, I'm going to walk over. I'm going to sit down. Is it sitting uh, like uh, at the cliff's edge like it normally is? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Invisible kind of uh, cliff edge platform deal. Why do you know sign language? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, force does have a feat that basically gives him <laughs> space sign language. <laughs> um, it's his background. That's that's mm, true. Nice. Um, I you know what? I, I'm going to sit down next to it. I'm going to look at it. And I am going to cast, uh, well, I'm going to use my channel divinity to, uh, he needs to make, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to use read thoughts. Oh, that is impressive. Do it, do it, do it. This is an interesting thing. <laughs> you go ahead and attempt this. And you suddenly realize that this being being the one to gift you this power, these powers blocks you from infiltrating its mind. <laughs> Trying to use the powers of 
a deity or patron directly <laughs> against said deity or patron. Oh, that's amazing. Does well, that doesn't bode well for me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, so I imagine I kind of sat down, kind of put my blob arm on its back and kind of looked at it and just tried to hone my thoughts and the wall goes up nothing nothing comes from it um and with that it's just like all right you know what um i I, and he just lays back and he's gonna he's gonna try and rest just sleep and see if see if any see if this place alters his like if he has any sort of like a dream or like anything anything that like might come to him in a dream state that wouldn't come to him otherwise okay in this okay. place so he's just gonna lay back and just try and just take a nap real quick okay are you pondering on any specific questions when doing this um no <laughs> his brain is too it, it, it's too kind of fried at this point with him trying to reach out and trying to decipher things and it just he's just kind of like oh like if okay if anything comes it's gonna come now and if not then we'll just have to continue on with our research a little bit later on because this is very taxing for him okay having no goal or question and to guide your communion you find yourself just pondering generally the circumstance you're in and drifting off to sleep um you awake and you feel very well rested and there the spaceman still just sitting turns to you turns back towards the planet and points again to it uh, at this point, the planet is large enough in view that you can see kind of a crater in the northwest part of this continent that the finger is pointing towards. Sitting up a little bit uh, in a little bit of a daze. Um, gonna kind of look at the crater and look back at the spaceman. That, uh, I take it that's where I'm supposed to go next, or at least where the people who I know are, are there. Otherwise, I mean, 
I know you probably won't respond, but um, that seems to be your train of thought anyways. Always seem to be pointing me in the right direction. You hear the metal door slide open and the light thumping and sliding of some uh, books, some literature within your room on the opposite side. Though the physics in your own spot uh, within this starry void um, has not shifted. You can very clearly see that there is some swift shifts uh, occurring on the opposite side. Well, I guess I better get back to better get back to my group of friends. Uh, thanks for the quick nap. I appreciate it. And you know, I think I might be on to something. And he, he kind of opens his mouth and like kind of no, nah, never mind. It's kind of pointless in talking to you anyways. And he turns and he walks out the door. All right. Uh, the second you step out that door, uh, give me a strength saving throw. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> That's an eight. <laughs> Walk out and immediately the, uh, it is shifted to one, one side. There is some artificial gravity that helps kind of curb uh, the sudden shift so that there's not a ton, but the sudden change in this, you have not gotten your your uh, sea legs, <laughs> so to speak, and you fall. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one second. There are some questions going on about the supplement here, and I want to make sure that those are answered. Okay. I just, I just need to find the, the PDF or the PNG. Uh, it hasn't been pinned and it was shared a long time ago. And so trying to scroll all the way to it is- Check, check your Google Drive. Check your Google Drive and type in dark yeah. um, filter for PDF. Because I'm pretty sure that's where I saved it or uh, shared it. He did share it over- uh... Ha! Yeah. Thank you. Over yeah. Google Drive. Continue the story. Uh, little Miss Technical Difficulties over here is doing fine currently. <laughs> um, so, uh, sorry, train of thought. Um, you guys are going through Zooming about um, in this uh, kind of upper atmosphere where all this debris is flinging and zinging uh, around you, quickly having to uh, dodge and move around slower 
larger debris. Um, Engineer, I can navigate for a while, but I'm going to need you to pick a location for us to land. Uh, eight, you can get up and move to your station, if you so wish. Uh, absolutely. Was I the engineer? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> you, you, Linux was. That's who I, I was. That's, uh, okay. Yeah, Linux is an engineer. Uh, eight, I believe, was an arcane king. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, so eight, you step on th through having uh just suddenly reappeared and you step up and you see uh aspire by the arcane cannons holding your position down and he chooses to move out of that position and uh concede it so that you can take that one what's going what's going on i don't understand Is this to aspire? Yeah, this or is to aspire. Okay. I don't under what's going on around here. Had to leave the planet. Got attacked by scouts. So just hold your position. Wait to fire. And he uh, scatters down to the lower decks, not wanting to crowd this area where uh, pilots and gunners and captain uh, sit. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Still having difficulty deciding where to land. I need another piloting check. All right. Or let's make this a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Do I add anything or is it just my role? Like, uh, does the ship alter it all? Uh, it is. Your dexterity saving throw, though you do not gain benefits of any features that would give you advantage on these. Right. Or that would further boost dexterity saving throws. It's just okay. the number that you would have. And that's an 18 for a dex save. 18. Uh, your ship takes two mega hit points worth of damage. Blast, there's too, many, too much junk in the way. Who do we have on the guns? Can we shoot some of this garbage out of the sky? Or we could just go back to the planet. I mean, there's a lot of sky. Leave it. Eight, you are back. What did you learn in your trip into the space room? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like, I don't know, but I might have a theory that I mean, you guys, I know some of y'all like to meditate. I'll keep this brief because we're in a heavy stress situation. Make but... another dexterity saver. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I mean, boy. <laughs> I think if y'all want, if y'all ever go there and you meditate, you might be able to find out certain answers to questions you guys might have. I don't know. It's just a hunch. Mm. Next time, have near-death experience. We'll make sure to meditate. Uh, what was that? 16. 16. Okay. Three points of bludgeoning damage. We're taking oh, too much no. damage. I have to just, get into the atmosphere. Just go back to the planet. Go back to the planet. Ah! 
I'm gonna lower down so we're like somewhere between the exosphere and the I think the term is mesosphere. Like right, just yeah, where the yeah. oxygen starts to get thin. Gotcha. Trying to get out of uh orbit. Right. Gotcha. But we should be very small relative, depending on the size of the planet. Gotcha. How how big its atmosphere is. So I'm not I'm not sure if we'll be identifiable as a ship or as just a floating rock, a flying rock. All right. Good to know. Uh, taking that position, you seem to be in a much safer spot at this point. There's not... Rotating around you. Uh, you did notice kind of around sunset and Linux was very good at pointing this out, that there's very, very common meteor showers of just falling debris from the, those spots. It is unlikely that any of these will hit you, uh, but it is something to also be aware of. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Lear is gonna lean back in his chair. He's like, ah. Are we going somewhere? Duh, good question. Where are going? Linux, are you there? Do I... You kind of like hear a pause and it's like, I, I'm here, I'm here, we're good, we're good. Um, can I, oh, can I move to a window and try to see where we are, if we're closer, farther than the destination we were heading to? Uh, where were you heading to? Uh, didn't eight we see had crater eight, eight. Did you see anything particularly helpful in your vision? Perhaps maybe a crater <laughs> was pointed at, and then you could oh. tell us about this thing, and we could go there. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, actually, funny enough, uh, Whoa! I, I suffered short-term <laughs> memory loss, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start calling eight Dory. Please. <laughs> My, I'm about, as, col I'm about as colorful and as forgetful. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, there was a crater. I, there, there was a what? place pointed to it. I feel like we're supposed to go there. Maybe I don't know. Wow. Don't know why he would <laughs> this is very helpful information. I am so glad that you, of your own volition, decided to share it with all of us immediately upon return. I know. That's it's, what... it's why are you talking like that? Do you smell toast? Do you smell? Are, are you having a stroke? I, sm <laughs> I, I have. I have new patron. Gives me ability to break fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> because he's evil. The father of deeps. He okay. is a path to many father abilities. Some consider unnatural. <laughs> oh. Okay, in all honesty, awesome outside of that, though, power. I completely, <laughs> I, I, I misunderstood because I, I misunderstood the situation. I thought we were trying to like get away from the planet for some reason, and said we were just leaving and going to try and land somewhere else. No, we're just okay. escaping the Skithari. Yeah. That particular group. 
Okay, yeah. yeah, sorry. That was a misunderstanding on my part. So I was like, nope, I don't think I have anything. Well, still going to call you Dory. That's fine. Just because I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> what does this crater look like? Maybe the captain or I can like send some scans for it, point it out, and I can drop us down there. Yeah, just um, via going about, there are several craters in the landscape. Um, it, you do remember it was in the northwest region of a particular shaped continent. If How you, about that one? Or that one? Or maybe um, that one over there? Uh, I, I, call a, I call a spire back to the gun, back to man the guns for a quick second, and I run up to the main part. <laughs> bridge, whatever. I don't know. I don't know space terms, okay? I don't know ship terms. Uh, I run up to where he's piloting, and I'm like, uh, it's that one right there, if that's possible. All right. I see. Thank you. Okay, you guys begin. I run back to my gun. Down. Back to Spire, like, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> Closer, move, move. <laughs> Aspire moves <laughs> as he is a uh, number one crewmate, <laughs> assistant to the executive intern. <laughs> yeah, number. It was awarded that. He was awarded several things. He's, he's <laughs> um, number one assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> executive first, first intern. <laughs> First mate, you give yeah, him like a promotion or something. Uh, or fighting first mate, first mate uh, in training, uh, pro bono. Yeah. By by the way, um, uh, eight. Yes, this since you did a long rest, uh, you can go ahead and choose different spells. Uh, you guys go lower towards this crater. Zooming overhead past a coast as you move further inland. Gunners look alive for any unfriendlies. You guys come to an area that is sparse of plant life. You see uh -oh. there is uh there is wet, mudded dirt in some areas that just kind of clump. And it just kind of looks like um, basically a barren swamp of sorts without the plant life, just heavy and uh, not really any anything to kind of ground or bind the soil together. Just clods of mud or miles. It's then that a transition, uh, a transmission uh, begins to come over the communications. 
Uh-oh. It's crossing out work. Who's in charge of transmissions? Yeah, who's, who's our comm? You get assigned that, Captain. Waiting duty. Wait, no, we got we we have a chief communications. It's it's Daisy, uh, Sunny. What's it? Daisy? Oh, it's Daisy. It's Daisy. Daisy. It's Daisy. Привет, Daisy. You are our chief communications officer. I need you to make this understandable. And I I patch the transmission over to her. Okay. <laughs> uh, she gets it. Right next to my chair. <laughs> Uh, she, she, there's there's not much room in that front area. You can have pilots, a pilot, two gunners, and a captain in that area. Communications and other duties are held in different rooms. Uh, but she'll she'll pick up, and she'll begin managing it. Uh, I'm gonna have her do a tech check, which is not something she's proficient with. It does not get any clearer. <laughs> um, I'm really good at tech checks. Could I leave my space and go help her? Liam, go help your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. He, he, you, very enthusiastic. Disadvantage on all saving throws because he's nervous. <laughs> yeah. You, you get back to her location. Uh, Aspire takes your position in Gunner as he is eager to do. Um, All right. So oh if, I'm, if I'm helping her, am I giving her advantage on her role? She, she's, alre she's already done to her full extent. You give me an, a tech check yourself. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll go over to her, and I'm assuming she has sort of like this, like like a console or some like iPad yep. in front of her, and she's just kind of fiddling with the buttons. And I go, no, uh, this one here. And it connects to, to the, that one. Yeah. And that's an 18. 18? You just, you just plug it in. Yeah. No, that wire's there. Yeah. You're good. You're good. And then I'm going to uh, go back to my chair. All right. You do so. Uh, pretty quickly during this process of just flying on through, um, along with gaining some distance just over this terrain, um, you're approaching the signal and it gets a little easier to, to hone in on. Uh, with some additional tinkering, sustaining damage, eating at our legs, requesting help. Where is this coming? I'm not, uh, I, I ask generally. You do a perception check. Captains can. Do a, a general scan to locate things on world. Oh, perception. 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 Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you're able to hone in on the signal, and uh, through these muddy dunes, um, you're able to pick out a larger metallic structure that is moving, moving, trudging through the mud. And some smaller signatures about the size of fighters. 
they too are going through the mud. Um, I'm gonna pull up the space map. 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 Space Smithy, should we open fire on these vessels, destroy them outright? Mm, the larger one seems to be the one broadcasting. Smaller ones seem to be not sure. I would like to see. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, one, one second. Can I more. move the, the window and uh, see if I recognize any of the ships? Gotta get. We can pause. Take it to yeah, a little that's, break. Let's pause. Uh, I don't think a break will be needed, but I just don't want the characters moving when I can't describe things because I'm getting tired of shit. All right. One initiative for the whole ship coming right up. Do uh, what do I add to this? Your dexterity. Huh. Okay, three. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. That's a solid three. Hey, I Spitz was like in his head, like, hey, I wanna I wanna figure out what's going on here. So I guess that means he just didn't act very quickly. Dang. Blame it on the fact that you're old. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. Sorry, it's my reaction Reflections time. aren't what they used to be, huh? Oh, Initiative rules are ages. Oh, <laughs> right. So, <clears throat> starting on this, it is this. Oh, let me go ahead and expand this. I couldn't find this artwork again. I think someone might have sued Google and had it taken down. Uh, so I couldn't make it into a token because it was just saved on my slideshow. But this is what this walker looks like. Well, where'd you get that art? That I so can't cool. find it again. I don't know. <laughs> Did you get it off of like Google the first time? I got it go. off of Google the first time. And I've I spent Could the reverse first image search. No, you try to reverse image it from disk. <laughs> because I've I've tried. I'm not spending more time on it today. It's we're using a different token, <laughs> <laughs> but that is what it canonically looks like. <laughs> so, so, um, it is that thing's turn. It is attempting to crawl and stomp through this mud. It's going to move slowly that way and get one attack of opportunity against it do, 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 which hits for points you see 
these flea-like insects crawling through the mud. Are they bugs? Like they're not they're not ships, they're like bugs. They are bugs, but the ship sensors are detecting them as large moving things, basically equivalent to what a ship would be. So it is a ship combatant for stats and the like. Dang. There's a big um, old buggo. This big old big walker old thing is going to attempt to stomp on this one as one of these legs coming up just goes ahead and moves and <laughs> pounds into the mud. These are like uh, the scar- scarabs from Halo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pounds into the mud and there's this loud kind of sucking noise as it pulls out and plummets back in completely missing this uh, this flea kind of creature. It is now their turn. They kind of swim and burrow and slither through this uh, slurry and mud and they all come around in this motion. They're going to make some attacks against this thing. Uh-oh. It's a very long link, but I posted in the Discord the Google images of the image that you were looking for. You found it? You, you got to teach you got to teach me how to do that cuz I've tried the image search thing and it would not show up anywhere. But you did it, it, and I'm jealous. Um, This thing takes more damage. Roll a one. You see these things just coming up to this thing and tearing large chunks of metal off of the legs as this thing is trying to limp north out of the mud. Oh boy. Um, it is now your guys' turn. Woo-hoo. Okay. So what would I learn from a deep scan on one of these bugs? Um, what does deep scan say there? Uh, deep scan says um Boy, oh boy, where'd it go? Deep scan. scan. Deep scan. If your ship is equipped with sensors, you can use an action to do a deep scan of a specific object of interest. This allows you to make an intelligence investigation check to examine that object. Uh, Sure. Go ahead and just do a... Yeah. Give me an... Mm. Uh, of which object are you doing? I would want to scan one of the bugs, and I'd be looking for uh, like weaknesses or uh, patterns that would give my gunners advantages, or just something something to aid us in this combat. If a deep scan wouldn't reveal any of that information, it, I'll, I'll do something else. It likely won't do that kind of information. No. Okay. Well, in that case. Um... What do you guys think about full speed ahead? Get right up in the action. Woo! Yeah. Why the heck not? 
Like the size that. of each one of these hexes. So, and an important thing to do is all of you have the same turn. You guys just determine who goes first. So I want you guys to think about what action you would take. What What's the distance on our guns? I don't know. Ask your gunner. Gunners. <laughs> gunners. What is distance on guns? Can we hit little bug? I'll get right back to you on that, Captain. I've got those ready. It doesn't uh, say on my gunner sheet. It says it on the merchant ship itself. 10,000 oh, okay. feet for the arcane cannon. That's specifically listed for fire gold. 6,000. So oh, that's right. It's, it's going to be your spell range times 100 feet. Ooh. There you go. And how, and how many uh, feet All is right. each of these hexes? Uh, each of them is 500 feet. Five. 10, 15, 20, 20. So 30, for the regular 30, 30, 30. gun, how much can the regular gun do? You like have a pulse cannon, as it says on there. It's 6,000 6, to 18,000. Okay, so I so could shoot, one, probably. Yep. Sort of, yeah. I could shoot. Three, four, five, six. We'd have to get closer. Um, We'd have to move one, two. We'd have to move a thousand feet closer to get the bugs. I could direct power to the engines and give us uh, increase our speed by half. Until we have three thousand feet of movement, so I think that's we can, fair. We can get there. So I have a range I of think... six thousand feet for my um. Oh, what's it called? My sacred flame. So should we do pilot, engineer, and then gunners? Right, because I have to position you guys. I think the guns are on the front of the ship, right? So I would want the front of yes. the ship facing at whatever we're aiming at. Yes. So I'm let's gonna, do that. Let's I'm first gonna, the pilot gets us close, and then the that token engineer. I can give more power to one of the gunners instead. If we're not going to do speed, I can give one of you an extra and attack. Yeah, we get within range. If you if you give power to the guns and then I give fire at will that'll be a good first turn sort of nuke on these bugs let's mm. let's do that that sounds awesome i can only do one weapon at a time though uh but i can alternate who, it who are our two gunners that's lear and eight all right eight is on arcane one spell that does a spell slot and if you get multiple uses at a gun that same turn you can only use cantrips so I get one shot with a spell that takes up a spell slot, and then the rest of them have to be cantrips? Yes, if you get multiple attacks on a turn. Okay. Linux, I need you to direct power to the gun of Lear. And eight, fire at will. I am assuming one of these bugs is named Will. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Captain, if I'll not, be on the lookout for If not, they're probably related. Uh, Fire at will. Uh, you use your action to declare a barrage. One gunner of your choice can use their reaction to make one attack. So I'm giving eight a second attack. I'll yeah. give Lear the, the the other one Woo! on my turn. So they'll each get two attacks. Let's go. When Lear literally double fists in the air like, Woo! and then he, he <laughs> goes to his guns. Yep. Um, go ahead and uh, shift. I need you to move the ship. Pilot. All right. So this it's is five, line. right? Yep. Five hundred, thousand, 
Yeah, you you got it. I think. I think that's good. That, that puts all of our guns within range as we zoom across the dunes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so am I shooting first or is eight shooting first? Uh, let's do you first. There. Cool beans. You get two attacks. Two attacks. Pew pew. One of them is a natural twenty. Oh my gosh! One of them is The other one. Let me let me add all of them. Which my one are you powers. attacking? Um, I'm going to attack the the one that's in like direct line of sight. It's the second from the left. Okay. Mm. We're attacking um, Will. Yeah, yes. So that is. Or it um, could be his twin. We don't know. So I get a plus four to hit because my dexterity plus my uh, proficiency modifier. So that puts us to a 24 and a 19 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Both of those are going to hit. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, who has the ship open and how many dice do I roll for damage? You... On the arcane cannon or the pulse cannon? Pulse cannon. She's not a spellcaster. Pulse cannon, 3d8. Woohoo! Okay, nice. let's do this. And because one of them is a natural 20, do you want me to re roll the dice or just double the dice? So 369d8. Yeah, 9d8. Okay, so that is. I should probably roll it on D&D Beyond, right? Because then it will be faster. It doesn't yeah. matter. Just keep going. Okay. <laughs> 5 plus 3, so that is 9, 10, 11, 12. Three more. Um, 12 plus 7. Uh, 19. 19 plus 6. 25. 25. 25. Okay, three more. Uh, plus 6. 31. 31. Plus 7. We want to do this. 38. Um, Ooh. 38 mega hit points. You know when Ooh. Luke is firing from the Millennium Falcon for the first time and uh, he's like, I got one, I got one. And uh, Don't get cocky, he, kid. Yeah, that part. That is literally <laughs> what Lear does. He's like, he's like, uh, you're like, I'm going to give you two extra shots. He throws his fist in the air, goes, whoa, grabs hold of the guns and just starts boom, 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 he, boom. And he you throws get, the thing up. You get nice one shooting. extra shot. Don't get cocky, kid. Yeah. Okay. Don't get cocky, Good. greenie. <laughs> okay. You're just going to act out Star Wars now? Is that how we're going? Yeah. It's yeah. stellar yeah. conflicts. Come on. <laughs> Very Brand safe. Brand safe stellar conflicts. <laughs> Brand safe. We got four um, swords instead. Yep, 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 yep. Um... What you know, do eight. I need? I need eight. Eight. What are you going to do? Okay, could I just use both of my attacks with cantrips, or does one of them have to yeah, be? Yeah, you can do both uh, cantrips. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Then I um, will shoot... Give me a second. I'm going to shoot twice at... Eight. These four rat things did we blow up? Or I told you to fire at Will, but Lear has slain Will, so now fire at either Steven or Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'll choose Steven. 
Okay, Stephen is one to north. It, is anybody is... else worried that Spitz is going senile? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this has become right. a, a tradition whenever we Steven, get something. Stephen owes money for Pinochle game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I, 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 Captain, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take two shots at Steven. So let's see here. Um, both of those is it actually, it's based off of the actual spell that I'm casting, correct? Yes. Okay, so that's going to be a two dexterity saving throws. <laughs> two bug dexterity saving throws. Okay. Let me don't Okay, one of those is a nine and one of them is a six. Both will fail. So Woo! um I guess when you're uh, burrowing through mud, you're not as dexterous as you could be. <laughs> and it's probably just my tough. regular damage output, correct? Yes, regular damage output, though it's uh expanded to mega hit points, which will damage okay. these things. That sounds like an ad, Amber. Are you not as dexterous as you used to be? <laughs> Feeling less limber right. than you once were? Are you Try our toast? new medication you today. Might be a stroke. You All smell right. toast. So that will be 11 points of uh, radiant, radiant damage? In total? Uh, in total. Okay. Flashlight. 11 mega hit points. Nice. So you go ahead and you begin casting the spell. And it's kind of like, uh, you know those game machines where like you have to grip onto this these metal kind of poles and it vibrates to the point that like it's really difficult to hold on. Yes. It's like that kind of setup in which you just begin casting the spell and right where it's at its uh, apex, where it's about to go ahead and cast off and shoot out, you go ahead and you reach uh, your hands onto these things and it vibrates and pulses and you feel the magic get sucked out. And it Ooh. casts uh, this ex these expanded little uh, portals, one and two, and they fire down into this... Uh, into this mud flea. Um, and it does take damage. It is not bloodied. Um, I hit it, Captain, but it's Steven. not done. <laughs> Good job. You are the so spell gunner. Okay. Is this going to be one of those things where it's like, you're my favorite spell gunner? <laughs> Like, nah. you're my favorite oldest child. You are best spell gunner. Lear, you are best pulse cannoner. Linux, I have no better engineer. Zul? Yes, Fitzy. <laughs> <laughs> you are a good pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna... I knew you were gonna do that. Just inspiration for cruelty. <laughs> oh okay. finds it a Can, compliment anyway <laughs> continuing on through um this 
big old mechanical walker just trudging through this mud is going to stay put and go ahead and lift one of these legs on and try to smash uh, the, the mud flea that you guys have named Steven. <laughs> yes, get Steven. Get him. <laughs> Why you cheat that pinochle game? Okay. It's so easy. Why? <laughs> Goes ahead and lifts up and uh, this flea is kind of turned around shaking as the there's just steam erupted. It is not used to this kind of heat. And it looks up the moment that this leg is coming down and it crashes straight on through. And there's this sickening crunch that just kind Ooh. of pounds throughout. Uh, that is the end of Steven. He should have just paid up. Um, <laughs> and now we've got Bob, Bob and George. Yep. Don't know what George uh, is. Bob is the one in the middle there. and George is the one to the far right, right? Yeah. George Bob, is just there. He got peer pressured into it. And these are organic <laughs> creatures, right? Like giant living things. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be, yes. Um, giant Take that, Steven. <laughs> the one on the far right side is going to move on there and do an attack. Bob. The yep. One yeah, below, both of them are actually gonna Bob the space bug. <laughs> those are two 19s. Both of those are gonna hit. And both of the, these guys are going to use, actually, yeah. Uh, both of them are going to burrow. Ah, those, ah dang. those devious, deviouses. Uh, essentially, you see these long, kind of like, uh, almost like, you, you guys all know Jaws, like how the shark fin kind of goes through. It's kind of this rolling uh, mud kind of... Like a mud uh, ripple? Yeah, mud ripple as it's going mm -hmm. on through getting... Uh, they or essentially... like in, in The Mandalorian when the, when the dragon is going through the sand and... Yeah, and... yeah, like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, at this point, you can still shoot at them. They just have three quarters cover and uh, yeah that made more sense i had seen jaws bob will pay he stacks deck in bridge game all right continue Dad, on to it is bob. your ship did you did you play a game with all of these bits no i just I'll try and, i think i can position so like i can position so you can aim at both Hey, hey, you uh, do you know that one spell that makes things like light up, like they they turn into like a glow show? Fairy fire, guiding yeah, bolt. That one. Do I know these spells? No, I no, don't know hey. these spells. 
Eight, you have spells for making easier to hit. Um, not, so, I don't have fairy fire or anything like that. There, Let me go back to my list real quick. There are some spells that are, you cannot cast through a uh, arcane cannon. Most of the ones mm. that deal damage or require a saving throw or get damaged uh, function regularly. But status um, effect ones don't? Some of them just don't apply. I okay. have not had yet time to consider fairy fire um <laughs> i mean it doesn't do damage but like i i know we... but i don't know how concentration works with this oh that's good that that's is yeah. good. that that's a good deep question yeah that is fair yeah all right i moved us our full movement and turned like 20 degrees are you gonna Spasiba. do the fire at will again Fire at Bob. Okay. I'll... It's like fire at Will, but Will is already squish. Yeah. I'll give uh, an extra attack to whoever uh, whoever doesn't get the reaction thing from fire at Will. So both of you guys will get two attacks again, I'm guessing. So we both get two attacks? Uh, yes, both of you get two attacks. Yep. Cool. Are so... we doing the same... Are we doing the same uh, order, eight, uh, me, then eight, or is it going to be eight, then Lear? Ah. Whichever works. First pulse cannon, then arcane cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Captain! Okay, so hey, with the other dice, I rolled a natural 20, but then I also rolled an eight. So one of hey. them totally miss, but the other one, I rolled another natural 20. Yeah, extra powerful. Okay, so that is... 68. Yeah, so mm-hmm. four, five, six plus eight. Let's see, six plus eight is uh, 14. Uh, 15 plus five is 20 plus... So 28 points of damage to Bob. <laughs> do you want to do this? Um, I'm getting Wait, the hang for it now. And uh, I think at this point, he's just grinning ear to ear and just like shooting wildly. And one of them hits the bug and it kind of like cracks through the carapace and then like like a geyser of like weird, gross, squishy bug guts kind of like <laughs> flies out as the bullet hits into it. And uh, I feel real cool. <laughs> All right. So how many dice did you roll for that? I rolled, uh, so I rolled two attacks with, so two d20s, and then I rolled a natural 20 and an eight. So with a natural 20, I rolled six d8. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. I kept hearing plus eight, (laughs) plus seven. Yeah, sorry. This is me. I need to do math. All right. And that's, that's okay. That's good. That's good. Um, Okay, I'm gonna say with the amount of cover that this other ship is giving and with the additional three quarters cover that it is through being in the mud, you guys will not be able to target this last uh, bug this turn. Mm. George! I shake my (laughs) fist. 
<laughs> All right, then can is it possible for me to ready my attack for when that comes up? Yes, that is okay. Okay, I would like to hold my two attacks until that becomes shootable. Okay, what uh, spell are you ready? Sacred Flame. Okay, both of them? <laughs> yep. Okay, good to know. And as a ship, I don't need to be a certain distance away. Like, I can be right on top of them and we shoot just like normal, yeah? So you need to... When Wouldn't you're we not have in disadvantage space, that though? Need, and what do you mean? Like if not you're point just, blank? Yeah. Wouldn't that point render? blank, you still have disadvantage. Okay. Uh, in addition, when you're in planetary gravity, you will need to continue to move like a jet so that you don't just fall. There is no... Uh, Hover speed. Yeah. All right. There's there's a little bit of that in takeoff, but it's not an effective means for combat. You guys have to continue to move forward and do some maneuvers. Okay. Um, continuing on through. Is that everything? The line oh. got. Okay. Um, the walker is going to try to crush this one. Walker's doing good. Crush him. Crush. He cheated me in backgammon. You do know a lot of games. Bloodied. And this creature is going to disengage and... Scuttle away. Scuttle in a burrowing speed. Uh, that away. Just like he did when he stole my winnings in Batgammon. That bug. Uh, that is its turn. It's all up to you. You wish to pursue. Oh, wait. It did come into view past... It technically yeah, did. So, so uh, what's his name? Uh, eight. Eight. You'll yes. get two two attacks. Okay, so that's perfect. Two sacred flames. So two dexterity. Let's go. Um, one of them is a ten, and one of them is a dirty twenty. Okay, so the one that uh, got a ten will fail. So, if you've ever played Halo. You know when you shoot and like the guns, the like plasma guns, they're arced. This is this is kind of how I'm imagining the sacred flame. It like shoots up and then comes down onto the uh, the guys. The oh, I like that. Where like you shoot high <laughs> and then it drops. Yeah, it drops down and it comes down and gets wider as it does, like a like a. I don't like a know scatter what, bolt? Like a firework, those fireworks that explode and go out. And that's why it's a dexterity saving throw and not a hit roll, because you're just... I was thinking like a mortar. Oh, the like the, the low ones where they explode and kind of rain down? Yes. I think those sacred so flame. Cool. Say what? What's the damage? <laughs> I got Sorry, I got nine, but I was reading it. Nine. How do you want to do this? 
doesn't <gasps> necessarily apply to it or something. But that doesn't. But matter. you got it. He said the thing. Yeah, we but got it. Don't. So we're good. How do you so, How do you want to do this? So um. So this time, you know, this the same kind of a thing happens. He kind of rubs his little jelly blob hands together, and he's like, <laughs> and uh, the friction makes the that parts of his hands get more red. And he sticks it on there, and it, and it, and all of the deaths like, to spits have been goes, collected. It goes like it, it goes like under the it goes like kind of right beneath it under the sand and then nothing happens. The <laughs> sand just and this pillar of fire just erupts from the sand. Oh, under the just, sand. It <laughs> just under connected in my mind is whenever you bring someone back from like from dying, you just rub your hands together and just like use lightning instead and just boom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, la, 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 la. Clear. <laughs> That's what you get for cheating me in game, Bob <laughs> and George <laughs> and Steven <laughs> and <You> Will. <laughs> Never again will I be cheated on in backgammon or pinochle or bridge. Clear <laughs> gives this a big high five and it's just sort of like slapping jelly. <laughs> uh, I get on the comm because uh, I, I see that they're trying to trying to talk to us. Privyet, we we received your transmission. My name is Captain Nikolas Shaporshnikov. My crew and I have slain these bugs for you. To whom do we have pleasure of speaking? Communication officer, engineer Nick. Talk to Pleasure. Mud Hopper One. Pleasure you to clear to land. Da, we we will land. Can we land like on top of it? Is it like a? As it is. I was planning on doing. It is as flat on the top of this thing. As uh, as as uh, I'm uh, Zul. Uh, please take us down to land on top of this thing. It's called Mud Hopper. As we're going down, yes, I want Captain. to I want to call. Ting. I have very important question. These people call themselves um, their ship Mud Hopper. We have not crew name. What is crew name? Well, uh, this is the Wells oh boy. Fargo. He told me so. No, no, ship name is Wells Fargo. I'm going to start a one-minute timer. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> just so that, that this, name. Just so that this doesn't drag on too long and so that you guys are literally landing trying to figure this out. Right? Where, where, uh, assassins. <laughs> Where are we? Urgent meeting. No, cannot be <laughs> no. blood. Yes, the ship is landing, and we're like, yeah, they're like, what are we? What are we? Where? Where's the timer? Oh, it's already going. It's skipper. at forty seconds. No, it's going. Skipper. Ah! When we were up in the atmosphere, we we're like skipping over things because of our pilot. We would be the sky skipper. 
the skyskippers. What about what about the bankers? Because I mean, uh, you know, like the Wells Wells Fargo, it deals with Wells money. Wells Fargo. Oh, and Zorn. Zorn is kind of. We Zorn's a money the... grubber. The money grubbers. The money grubber. The money grubbers. The money grubbers. <laughs> I like oh, this is money grubber. I like this. It, what what think what think Linux and Zool? What about the money rippers? We rip and tear the money. I don't think that would work well for for wealth. I don't think think we want to. Okay, uh, money, the doors are open. You guys have officially landed. The doors (laughs) are opening. Are opening. Let's let's go with money grubbers. That sounds sounds okay. It opens up to this moist uh, kind of dense thick swampy air it is hot out here yep and there you see an individual uh well three individuals in hazmat suits one kind of big holding uh a weapon kind of out of sight not like pointed at any of you guys just you know preparation another one we are excited to see (laughs) one in the one in the center who's a bit smaller than all the rest, about five feet or so. Um, Lear does his signature, like, flippy little wave with an awkward smile. Okay. <laughs> Through the mask. Who would, who should we say is entering the ship to meet the captain? We are known far and wide, high and low. <laughs> Deep and shallow in the black as <laughs> the money grubbers. <laughs> money grubbers. Like, yes, like... <laughs> Ain't that a little just... bit of a face call because he said it was a joke, but they actually ran. <laughs> Linux is just. <sighs> money grubbers. I suggest you enter quickly before you get too contaminated. Oh, okay. Hey, you guys should enter quickly to not get the can to. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what is right. contaminated? Like it basically means covered in germs. Oh, ah! <laughs> germs that will eat you very, very quickly. A little germs are good for everyone, you know. No, no, they're not. I don't know. I, I, don't, uh, I, don't I follow. I'm already following. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. You see, going on got... through the. Sorry, go ahead, John. As he's going, um, on the inside of my hand, because I have these big metal gauntleted hands, I'm minor illusioning different designs for the Zorn with like money grubber to be like, if they ask for a logo or like a business card or anything, <laughs> I'll have something to flash them. So I'm like, uh, uh, nope, don't like that one. Uh, nope. Not true. As we go, that one totally business class where you have to make a logo. Yeah, These... or like when Mulan has the writing on her hand and she's like checking a cheat sheet. That's totally what it looks like. As you guys are uh, passing through this thing, uh, essentially these large doors that open behind him close again, and there's this steam, this wet water that just kind of showers all of you. Lear uh, screams like a little girl and then covers his mouth and tries to act like it didn't happen. <laughs> Is this just us? Are the um No, the the guys are in there too with you. 
still with their weapons and their hazmat suits. No, no, I mean um, our crew, like Huard and Aspire and Daisy, they're all on the ship, yeah? Have you guys asked them to come with you or? Oh, I'm going to leave them on the ship. Yeah, I would say leave them on. We only need like a small party. It's a lot easier to keep track of. Can I say I gave Daisy a little cheek kiss before I left? Just like, you're going to be okay, bye. Ooh, spicy. (laughs) Okay. Um, you nice. know it was awkward. It was kind of like a uh, uh, and then he ran. Yeah, there we go. Did it uh, absolutely. You guys are sealed in. Um, going on through, uh, trekking through the innards. There's these winding, uh, kind of strange right turns. As it seems, this thing is more built out of. Uh, miscellaneous containers. Some some of these rooms are more like uh, pieces of ships that have been kind of has like haphazardly cobbled together, uh, like welded. And uh, you do come eventually through all this windingness to an elevator that uh, you guys all enter. It is a freight elevator. Uh, as well so you guys enter through and it drops down throughout this entire process uh, they are uh, the people that are bringing you through are completely silent oh boy I'm gonna be silent too and just try and act like I'm the most serious ship captain in the world oh Lear's never I wanna, he's like I, I like- want to be looking around at people seeing if there's like any familiar faces just because i don't know where they're from i even um, like put my hands behind my back in like the at attention stance i'm gonna try in... pulling a prank on one of the guys in the hazmat no uh quick question <laughs> linux uh give me an intelligence check just for your general memory of things general memories okay uh just general intelligence General intelligence. Okay. You may be able to do history. Um, uh, it's it's the same thing. That's just a five. That wasn't too bad. That wasn't too good. Yeah. Passing on through, you do. Uh, you you don't catch anyone very uh, familiar. There's people of all shapes and and sizes as you pass through, though. Now in this elevator. Zul, what kind of hellish prank are you planning to do? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. A mind game, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Quickly, I'm going to speak to one of the, uh, one of our, uh, the hazmat suit guys uh, mm-hmm. guarding us or leading us. Oh, dear. This is the voice of God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? You're kidding me. These people are my emissaries here. Give them whatever they want. Or else. (laughs) This is the voice of God. Do a deception check. Yellow. Uh, can I have a suit? Are you afraid of germs? And you're like, this, these are the people of God. You've got a, you've got a blob a, man, a giant mecha suit, 
pr- practically a war machine, funny. a giant bug, and a green what? guy. What and number? they call themselves the money grubbers. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> a non-natural 20. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. <laughs> All right. Sight. There's still this silence, and now you just feel this strange amount of tension from one of the <laughs> um, do I uh, I oh gosh just, there's there is an amount of tension in the room that was not there a few seconds ago uh, so you cannot put your finger on it it's a little disheartening like it all of a sudden gets awkward it's like when someone farts and nobody wants to like admit to it but everybody smells it and then it's like a whodunit it's oh, you, no. you psychically farted <laughs> totally oh my god um, going on through the elevator doors open and this is the uh from what the elevator buttons show you, this is the very center uh, level. And pushing on through, there's these large double doors that come through. Uh, A guard goes on either side. And the third one that is with you and spoke initially knocks on the door itself. And it is then uh, a little sliding window goes in and you see like a electronic lens kind of like a, a Nikon camera and it kind of rotates in and rotates out and looks and uh, my pinky. <laughs> basically <laughs> and it shuts and then the doors open with this mechanical kind of uh, squeaking sound this Oh gosh! <laughs> oh, I hate that! I hate that! <laughs> we have and the delightful s- engineer right here. We could help you with it. Uh, you see, there a room uh, full of these kind of, uh, you know, like kind of the hexagonal force field things. Mm. Yeah, it's kind. Yeah. It's kind. It's kind of like. Uh, if you had little display cases for bits and bubbles, but they were these hexagonal little force fields kind of doming individual pieces of collection. Mm. Um, and they're... Is this like a and, weird collection? Like, okay, what what is he collecting? It's well, not like legs and I'll, let me Let me finish, finish the description. Now I'll, I'll <laughs> get to what's in there. Um, they're in that room, uh, kind of standing away, looking at a very large portrait uh, of, and I'll, I'll drop the portrait in here. Uh, Come on. Hello. Is oh, it... no. Oh, no. I need yeah, this. Yeah. 
man. This uh, creature on oh a throne. Oh my gosh. Why are we here again? <laughs> from Destiny. It is from Destiny. It is Whoa. from Destiny. The spider guy from this, Destiny. I remember. This creature uh, is sitting on a very similar looking throne, and this throne turns and walks on its own, uh, attached with these strange kind of uh, mechanically uh, kind of like the Doc Ock spider legs uh, deals where they're really uh, like fluid. Free, yeah, fluid in a way. They begin kind of moving about and you see him uh, after looking at this portrait of itself very grand and big turns and says so this is a group I owe my six lives to. I'm in your debt. You know that the, face that kids make when they really don't want to eat their vegetables, but they don't want their parents to get mad at them for it? Lear's making that face. Where he's kind of like... <laughs> approaches... Swing both arms open. I intrude the kind. Hey, can you say that again, but spell it? Uh, B R Unlot D B R Unlot. That's a U. It's a U with the two dots. D and then with the honorific for the title, the kind. The kind, okay. The kind, the generous. Riviets mm. <clears throat> brood the kind. I am Spitz. Well, I am Captain Nikola Shaporshnikov commonly known as Spitz. This is my crew, the Money Grubbers. <laughs> we ride upon Wells Fargo and received transmission that there was help to be needed. We have gladly come and given help. Very nice. And he gives a, he, he gives a, a little like bow, a little nod bow, kindness, not really sure what the social uh, the social things you're supposed to do in this situation. So he's trying to play it real conservative. <laughs> uh, there's no, not much need for formality here. There is a need to truly have an alliance. You've shown yourself a fair ally. And so, I wish to reward you. How many of a crew do you have? Doing some mental math, <laughs> checking <laughs> the notes. We have 12. We have What's the uh, reward? 
Is it flesh? I could go for some good flesh right now. I'm feeling a bit peckish. Oh, God. Well, you don't, you don't even eat. Who I did, like uh, Jarek, right? Jarek was the, uh... We have 12 crew members. We have 12? Yeah. I trust you. We have dozen crew members. Some here, some on ship. Various skilled and unskilled. So, you put a dozen lives at risk. Let's say it's my 50. This is big ship. And with the guards still there behind you, goes ahead and lifts an arm to one of the drones and it goes ahead and flies to where not far from where the portrait is and slinks uh shoots through the roof where there's this little uh kind of like aperture metal aperture that opens for it and it flies on through mm. it will be back for the usual amount we give you see, and it begins kind of stepping around, uh, just kind of looking over its collection and kind of putting a finger up to one of the hexes. Uh, this one displaying a large sword with uh, kind of uh, a chain with teeth on it, as though a chainsaw has been adapted into a large two-handed sword. The rest oh, of the weapons. things so, in the collection, are they also weapons? Or are not, all, not all of them. Uh, there are some that are uh, rings, some that are... Uh, go, go ahead and I need... Uh, give me a group perception check. So one roll and everyone adds their modifier to whatever this roll is. Uh, who's going to roll that? I could if you want. I rolled two twenties like a little bit ago. Do it. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> you should never let me do anything. I rolled a two. No. It's a little distracting, and you guys don't entirely know how you feel about this dude. Yeah, can I was about to say, can I insight to see if I'm in danger? Because this guy freaks me out. Yeah, you can go ahead and do an insight. Am I in danger? <laughs> I'm, in danger. I'm in danger, Jinx. <laughs> can you see it? Wait, no, wait. Is that a one? Twenties. I keep rolling twenties. Is that a twenty? Oh, it's a twenty. It's on the green one. I see it. You see it? Oh man. Okay. That's my um, third. That's uh, okay. Uh, I rolled a natural twenty plus a four. <laughs> Is he, am I in danger? Is he gonna uh, try and collect and harvest my organs? <laughs> there, there are some. <laughs> There are some general signs of someone uh, definitely comfortable in being in a position of power. And though, though you've uh, dealt and have interacted with them, this one does not, uh, has not been threatening, has seemed to be honest, and does not seem to hold any ill will against you. Okay, then Thank goodness. Lear relaxes and starts like, looking around curiously he was like really rigid and had this like you know the jack sparrow face when he's looking up at the limbo ship 
and it's you know just like he's like half squinting and just looks so freaking uncomfortable that's been him for the past like 15 minutes but now he relaxes he's like okay i'm fine i mean you're freaky as frick but i'm fine (laughs) (laughs) we usually have paladins of vincent come around They've been helpful in situations in the past and have been paid accordingly. We are clearly not servants of Vidi. Have you come Vinny. here? Vidi? Vinny. Who is this Vincent? Do I know? I mean, I know as do Jonathan, but does Spitz know? Do, do a history check. Oh boy. History is actually something I am good at. Yay! Oh, good. We shall 20, see. 24. Uh, you know what John would know about St. Vincent. Okay. <laughs> I love that. It's just like, yeah, let him have it. St. Vincent. I, I turned to Zul. St. Vincent is a um, holy order that flies around on big ship provides help, but also tries to gain converts. Um, I turn back to Mr. Kindness, and uh, uh, do I have a way, Jacob, of covertly sending a message back to my crew? Um, Oh, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm going to go over to Zul and I'm going to explain what I just explained about St. Vincent, but I'm going to lean in and very quietly at the end of it, tell Zul telepathically, make sure the crew is ready to leave at the drop of head. Um, That is is what St. Vincent is. I have to see them to be able to telepathically talk to them. But I'm going to... Do you have to see them? Yeah. yeah. It's regular telepathy. Freak! Do I have a way of talking to the crew? You do not like... have a way of talking to the crew. <laughs> no, but uh, I want to... Darn. I want to go to the... Whale. To the guy that I tried to trick earlier and be like, excuse me. I need to uh, pick something up I forgot on our ship. Can you uh, escort me back out of here for a sec? Uh, He stands silent. Um, You get the feeling that this guard is meant to take orders from other individuals in the room, not to be commanded by... uh, by you specifically. Right. Mm-hmm. So he is currently unresponsive. Though still terribly tense. <laughs> Can I look at your shiny case things? Oh, look. But be careful of the touching. Some of the cases have precautions. Lear puts his hands behind his back like he did as a kid so he didn't break things and he's going to like scoot carefully over to one of the uh, over to one of the cases and stare into it 
I follow Lear in suit. If I head out of the room, will anyone try to stop me? I'll try. The doors are currently closed behind you. Okay. Mm. Have you come to this planet for trade, Mr. Spitz? We came to planet hoping to find trade. We came to planet... This was the closest planet, right? When we were all like talking about where to go next, we were. Just, this yeah. was the like, the next closest one. It it was the next one that you wanted to go to. You took a pit stop and picked up some goods. Um, I believe you guys chose food, or maybe you didn't choose, but yeah, we I chose not. I think we chose non-perishable food. You chose non. That was on dust. Did you choose non-perishable food again? Well, oh, that so was on for, dust. For Lear's planet, uh, we chose perishable food, specifically grain. And then when we picked up this new shipment, we chose non-perishable food like canned goods. Okay. Yes, that sounds right to me. Okay. We got, we got lots of peas and stuff. Yeah, so... Um, So he's asked you, have you come here for trade? We came here looking. We came here hoping to find trade. Have not been successful so far. Have not had much luck with locals. Ah, the scath. The, we even have one amongst ourselves, but does not seem to make big difference. I've noticed. Lennox is just kind of standing straight up. And is just kind of eyeing people as they go by. She's very, very tense, but poised. I'd be willing to do some trading with you, Captain. Seeing as you've been so kind as to save my own crew. Uh, and this is, of course, and uh, almost on cue, the drone comes down from that aperture and flies next to uh, Brood the Kind and comes down and before you uh, uh, drops 12 individual bags all landing on the floor with a thud, 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 12. 250 gold per crew member that you've offered. Cool. Uh, I don't like how he said offered. Can I, can I roll, can I insight the deeper meaning of that uh, particular sentence? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Give me a, give me a, give me a, no, six. Ah. Yeah, there's a little bit of ambiguity there. You may wish to clarify if you so wish we can ask him. And to be clear, sorry, is not first language. This is given freely for removal of bugs. We of can course. take, we can take this and leave. <laughs> 
No. This is this, this is extremely generous. Spasiba. I am called intrude the kind for a reason. I'm going to I'm going to tentatively walk forward and, and uh, pick up a bag. Uh, does it feel like gold? Is it does is there a bomb in there? Do I blow up? Uh, just not opening it, just feeling it. Yeah, just sort of feeling it. Feels like gold. I do want to open it. Look inside. Looks like gold. <laughs> okay. Does it taste it. like gold? I am <laughs> not gonna... Allow me. I shall lick the gold coin. I'm quite familiar with good tastes. Oh. Ah! <laughs> it's like that Joe That's your, that's your own like, coin oh. now. Yeah, that's yours. Lear just drops it and like wipes his hands like you can keep it. <laughs> it's like, like that's gold. your that's your bag. It tastes like gold. All right. No. That's your bag now. <laughs> of course. As captain. This is all in your treasury to be distributed however you would like. But there are many things here. And he's puts his arms out in my collection. It may be open for trade if you so wish. And if you have other goods to trade, well, we can discuss. We have food, non-perishable food is basic stock. Is this thing you would be interested in? Ah, you, I'd say it's, it's a good thing to stock up every now and then. We can talk numbers once we see. If you have a sampling, of course, we can see what kind it would be. Essentially, he's talking about um, this. Heward is the one that generally does the, the pricing. The numbers, yeah. Numbers. So Heward would do all that. He, he, he would just need permission to go ahead and negotiate with that. Yes, I, I have uh, chief financial officer aboard. He can work out numbers with you. He is shrewd but fair. I promise you will receive good price. And I want to look around at the display cases. Yeah. Okay. I can go and get him if uh, you'll permit me. Ah, can may may my associate here be escorted by one of your yellow people? Ah, of course. But and he goes ahead and Gives a squint towards Zul. He's gonna try to do some insight on this. Mm. All right. What Zul doesn't need insight. What, what would a <laughs> what would a twenty one tell this dude? Uh, he would know that that I'm gonna go say something. Um, like I I'm gonna go do more than what I'm saying I'm doing. Not him. I can do it. I love Heward. Uh, what would a twenty-one get? Uh, he 
Lear has no idea what's going on. He legitimately loves Heward, and uh, he's just happy to be of assistance always. Go ahead, Willie, sir. Cool. Go. Can I fine. Do I get a suit? Look at the yellow one. The, you know, the key blade. Oh, those are a, a trade that can be made. This place, it seems you are not well equipped for the environment here. But life suits can be arranged. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Go. I look like these guys. And he, he points to the one that was spoken to by God. And <laughs> and it says, go and ask for Hugh and the like. Direct her as, or direct him as uh, necessary. On Lear's way Don't out doubt. the door, I'm going to try and sneakily, telepathically pass the message that Spitz passed to me. Which, what, what was your message again, Spitz? Make sure the crew is ready to leave at the drop of a hat. That message. I I stare at at Zul, and then just like walk onto the elevator. <laughs> I'm to, like not call attention to myself. Like sneaky. It's very fascinating, Captain Smith, that he managed a Rothian. We are um, unique, to say the least. We have Rothian. We have Skitari. We have Amiboid. We have uh, one of the few remaining Nautilids. We even have, and he looks back at the door that just closed behind Lear. Whatever he is. <laughs> <laughs> We Who seem was to be... it? You've heard of Rothians before, then? Always dealt with them. Part of the difficulties that we've recently been dealing with is a little over a month ago, there was a light incursion. And luckily, St. Vinny came and dealt a lot with that. But I see. Then you are sure lucky to not be dead. I'd say so. Every day I'm lucky not to be dead. <laughs> I love this guy. I hate him, but he's great. <laughs> but very fortunate that he haven't tried to eat anyone yet. I may have gotten oh. the nibble. He is, uh, Spitz chuckles a little bit too, so he, well, he has not tried to eat any of our crew. <laughs> when, uh, when things get reckless, we point him in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. But browns, and he goes ahead and he waves his arms around. Um, some general things that catch your guys' eye. Um, as you go around, there is uh, a large nautilid suit. Ooh. <laughs> um, many different variations of large weapons uh, that may be found in the Dark Matter supplement. Um, 
a few cases. Uh, all of these are hexed out with some magic tech stuff, uh, but some cases have jewelry such as rings. Um, there is, um, yeah, and the the chainsaw, of course. Uh, a few different helmets, um, one of which um, looks very much like the opaque helmet that the spaceman uh, would be wearing. You say spaceman helmet? Spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what about that space helmet over there? What's what's that all about? What is that? This one. And he goes ahead and he uh, takes his hand and he goes ahead and places it on the uh, hex dome that is currently covering it. And after a moment, you see it kind of fade out and he takes both of his hands and he lifts it out and he kind of tosses it around his hand turning it so this one is impossibly old it is not made by hands of humanity or elf or dwarf none of your kinds either found specifically on this world mm. I've not a suit to match it, but I know where one is. And where would that be? Uh, in the city the west of here. Entitled? Well, it no longer has a, a name. The only one that's lived there. Well, are you familiar with how the dragons work in this place. They have a syndicate of sorts. Does this um, sound recognizable? If eight had eyes, they'd be me. wide. Dragons. Dragons. Uh, Linux, do a history check. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 16. 16. Um, you do remember. Uh, that a member of the syndicate did exist at Freeport. Um, though you did not have much interactions with her, you just understood that that was one of the leaders of one of the factions that was housed at Freeport. Um, okay. Yes. A green dragon in these parts. You see, they like to take worlds and just have dominion. This one received some injuries and has carved out a place that likely few would want to inhabit. And so, and he places the spaceman helmet back on its little spot and uh, you see the barrier uh, begin to bubble up one hex at a time building upon the next. And so it brought itself into some kind of what's the term? Exile. I've been wanting that suit 
would be a complete tennis collection. I didn't How think much would you sell the helmet for? I'm, I'm sorry, I heard Linux and I also heard... Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead, Linux, what were you going to say? I just kind of like mutter a bit like, I didn't think a syndicate could be here. So uh, what would the requirements be to, if this is part of a syndicate, then attain said suit and how much would this headpiece cost? Um, if you want to buy the helm, it does not have any magic or tech to it alone. It's just a very old helmet. But I believe it does connect to a life suit. I do not know the effects of that life suit, but I would rather like to know. So, if you're willing to buy a mundane one, though it is very old and it is something I'm quite fond of. 300 gold pieces for the helmet. Though, if you were to go out and find me the suit, the one that would match with this one, I don't know what I'd be willing to pay for something like that. So you're telling me... Yes, at, at this point, uh, you come back from Heward and you do deliver the message to the crew. <laughs> Yeah, it probably sounded something along the lines of like, hey, so there's this guy down there. Oh, and Spitz said something about dropping hats. Um, because of like paladin dudes. Oh yeah. <laughs> would Lear have the wisdom to message them telepathically? <laughs> wisdom? No. <laughs> wisdom, no. No, I don't. It's like Spitz says something about dropping hats because of paladins. Um yeah. Uh, you, Heward does return uh, <laughs> with Lear and the one who was touched by God. Um, <laughs> I love that we're calling him that now. <laughs> the one who was touched by God. <laughs> um, it goes on through, ah, is this the one called Heward? And you see he would pretty tentatively like look around and begin to bow. And yeah, this, bef this before guy. We, I want to make sure before we all leave this room or do something else, I do want to ask about that Nautilid suit. Okay. So whatever this conversation is, if, if it looks like he's yeah. about to leave, I want this, to be like... This conversation is about to go into the bartering for the goods. So if you want to do this, before we kind of cut this episode, uh, or not necessarily cut the episode, but this at least ex uh, uh, exchange. Yeah, the exchange. Um, then now might be a good time to talk about the novels. I'll. I'm gonna clean clear my throat and try and pull them over. Oh, yes, this one. And you hear the metal kind of uh, clicking as one spidery leg kind of hits to the next. So, I figured you'd have an eye on this one. But of course, tell me, 
Uh, how did you come in to ownership of such a mm, essential piece of technology of my people? It was a difficult trade for this one. Had very little left. Did keep the water, though. I figured someone was willing to give this up, they were in a difficult enough spot. Gave them a good price. Was it one of my people? And not yes, me? yes. This wasn't a, a bounty or anything. I don't like dealing with bounty hunters too well, though I do like dealing with collectors. I don't... Person person who gave you this is likely is likely dead now who knows they had a ship not a ship filled to the brim with water they could still be out there if he has a high passive insight he notices pain at the mention of a nautilus ship but uh, Spitz just keeps going. Is it um, special? Is it new? Is um, what are its specifications, or is it fairly standard? Let's look at the specs. <laughs> I personally have not tried it on, <laughs> but would you? Allow me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is uh, is worth an ask. Of course, of course. Uh, he was very eager to tell me what it did, though I uh, have identified it to be true. He seemed pretty desperate to persuade me of its good. Uh, um. He then goes ahead and tells you. Um, let me go ahead and pull this up. Uh, this is what would be called a Leviathan suit. Oh. Sounds like it has some unique properties. A Leviathan suit. Yeah, um, mine is just called an Aqua suit. Leviathan suit um, essentially is larger and it can have weapons attached to it. Uh, the strength score of the individual wearing it increases to one to a maximum of 20. Um, you can integrate uh, two hand. Uh, I have it pulled up two here. One handed weapons. Or one two-handed weapon to that suit. This is oh, like man. when when uh, this is like when Bach went Got from the upgrade the Bach to Mega Bach. Oh yeah. This yeah. is gonna be regular Spitz went to Old Dude. Mega, which is now going to be Mega Old. It's Spitz. it's literally like a power <laughs> suit. It makes your strength stronger. It lets you just football check people in combat. 
and you get to put a weapon in one of your arms. Cool, we should get it for you. How do we trade it? Yeah. I would be very interested in having a Leviathan suit. These were only beginning to be developed when I... Well, that is not important. How much would you ask for this, Mr. Kindness? Likely couldn't go too much lower than 1,200. How much do we have in the treasury? (laughs) I know I personally don't have 1,200. I have, with that extra, I have 300. If If we were able to barter... If we were able to trade in like the food and stuff, maybe that could be a big chunk of uh, what goes into that suit. Maybe. Did that give us more than 1200 in reward money though? I'm yeah, 250 sure. times 12, right? Yeah. Yep. Dang. 3000. We got added 3000. 3000 to the ship and then we're about to make more. Um, I mean, I could just, I need to confer with crew. Of course. And I want you to know, and he leans in, I've had others with their eye on the suit. Never before another Nautilus. I've saved it in case one of your kind was able to bring it back. I I actually do want to incite that statement. just just do i believe that he or is he just trying to is this like is he trying oh to no you? oh no good price only for you <laughs> <laughs> just for you good good very good price very good very good price uh <laughs> oh man just for you i do 1200 everyone else 1500 but for you two i have no freaking clue <laughs> you have uh, no idea i don't know mm. i believe him yeah, i just believe him is this a nautilid price is this kind of <laughs> American cat? <laughs> Basiba, my friend. Oh, that man. means a lot. I have a question. Would I be able to trade in the regular suit I'm currently wearing for discount on price? Do you mind? And he lifts a finger. Please. Uh, and uh <laughs> reaches it out and taps the glass in front of you uh and a little don't tap the glass <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, you anger the fish <laughs> starts instinctually screaming <laughs> focusing on that. ah interesting we can discuss a discount I'll need to look into my books to see how common such an enchantment would be, but the fact that it is on the Nautilus. What enchantment is he talking about? Uh, the Dauphin. The, yes. the one. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I have a real quick question, just out of character. Um, so we have the, the Nautilus suit, the old, the, the space helmet, and then a bunch of large weapons. And was there a fourth option? Um, there's some, some rings, I believe, uh, some, so there were, 
uh, space weaponry. Mm-hmm. There's the chain sword, uh, mm-hmm. the suit, the helmet, uh, the space spaceman helmet. There's some other helmets, uh, by the way. Uh, okay. Uh, and give give me an investigation check on this. There's okay. Uh, uh, that's a 19. You also find a really interesting one that is hexed all, like, it is a basically the size of a, a human being. And it is hexed all the way over, not a helmet, but just essentially what appears to be an empty like space like something that would be able to cover an entire person but there appears to be nothing inside hmm if we have time i want to ask about that but if not i can save it for next session yeah yeah some rings there's some dark matter weapons um there's the Leviathan suit. Yeah. I would just probably ask about that space. Um, uh, yes. I would be interested in the ring. Why is this? Why is this so heavily guarded? Seems like there's nothing in there. That it gets like that when it stays still enough. It's uh. Yes, it's called a wreath suit. It's uh, good at camouflaging itself when an individual stays still. It also has a life suit built in. So, Mm. uh, essentially, it is a cloak of elvenkind. Ah. Mechanically, Cloak of Elvenkind. I don't really need that. It's just interesting to look at. (laughs) Or to not look at. So in this context of, uh, in the context of dark matter, is it kind of like a skin-tight bodysuit? Yes. Like a wetsuit. Like Like a space wetsuit. If you ever played Mass Effect, Mm -hmm. it's that kind of... uh, that kind of suit Ooh. for the for the space travel. So it's got a at least this is how he's describing it to you. It's you still have not been able to see it. Lear I like as I as I listen to it, I'm like, that sounds very intriguing, but I don't think that would fit something. Yeah, of my I, ha- I haven't size. gotten it to like rotate yet, so it hasn't. It just kind of meshes in, stays still, so. It's, that makes sense. Yeah. Very interesting collection that you have. I'd say so. But I have a steward to talk to. Heward. This is Heward the steward. He is steward of our finances. Of course. <laughs> I, ju- I just thought of that now. I already introduced him, but had to make wittier remark. Again, spits. We smell and toast. (laughs) If you guys, if you and the rest of the crew would like to take a a small break with some coffee, water, 
some refreshment. What's Please. coffee water? I want to try some. I call it Americano. It's like horrible. <laughs> I'll be able to manage with Hewitt for the time. I want to see what Lear is. I give Hewitt. I, I give Hewitt a big thumbs up. <laughs> And then we leave him there alone. And then I leave him <laughs> alone forever. I was interested in the kinds of rings that are there. Just, I want to take a look at them. I got yeah. a few rings on my body. Yeah. Um, I like the jewelry. As as you're looking around, it seems like um, it, it seems like uh, Brood is excited to be able to share the information about his collection and kind of like, like there's this little piece of boasting. So uh, right. he's happy to ha happy to describe. Um, there's a ring that is a plus one to AC, ring of protection. Um, and there's another one of a uh, ring of uh, bonded weapon. And that's when you throw your weapon, it comes back to you, yeah? Uh, that is mm. one uh, where, as a bonus action, you can summon a weapon that is bonded to it and dissummon it. It is essentially a practice ring for those working, uh, working towards the goal of becoming arcane knights. So it's like, I'm a level two fighter. I can't wait to get to level three. I need this practice ring. Um, <laughs> to kind of help me out with that. Um, I think I need that, that so I can that finally is... chuck my swords. <laughs> there was character growth. You weren't going to chuck them. <laughs> but, but if I have a ring of bonded weapon, <laughs> then I can just like boom, boom. It'll just take like two bonus actions. <laughs> yeah, just just grab my second bonus action right here. I don't have two bonus actions, but I mean, I would, I, they wouldn't fall off cliffs anymore. <laughs> so I'm trying to find the third one that I was looking for, but I know there's those two ring of protection and there's the ring of bonded weapon. As uh, <clears throat> uh, Brood and um, Heward go off, I kind of want to just walk up to Spitz and say, if you still want to uh, get that suit, I understand that's a piece of your, your, your history. If you would like, I could put my share of towards uh, you getting that. I appreciate that greatly. It is actually not a piece of history. This is fairly new technology from my people. It is... I, uh, it, it was released after my banishment. I have wanted one for some time. It makes you very strong. It would make me much larger than I am now. And I'm already big, but I, uh, I feel I would be better captain and protector with the abilities it would afford me. Do you want my money, Spitz? You can use, you can use my money too. I want to see you have big guns. <laughs> yes, I actually have considered adding firearm or... Then I'm a gunner, and you're a gunner, too. 
You were also upbeat about giving me hundreds and hundreds of gold coins. Oh, I didn't get anything growing up. This is all so new. I don't even know I, what to do with all this. I don't have much use for them. I do have little use for money, but I am an appreciator of fine rings. Tell me, Brood, what uh, cost are you? Thinking? Oh, there, he's already out. Yeah, you They're guys are speaking. You guys are off. We're chilling right now. You guys are off getting some coffee or tea or refreshment. Are we getting coffee? Because I'm going to put Lear on espresso. <laughs> no, I'm going to. I, Linux is going to keep keep Lear away from the coffee. They're like, they're like, here you go, sir. Would you like to? And Linux is just like, no. <laughs> like, the coffee, like, don't wait. give them to her. Here's some orange juice. Yeah, it's Who's like if you like, have. If you have other beverages, that would be preferable, but no coffee. No so we're just going to crunch on the coffee grinds by themselves? <laughs> like a monster. <laughs> Aiden absorbs some coffee as he's fumbling through, unlike his data pad, he's like fumbling through some notes. He's like kind of like frantically scrolling and he stops and realizes that um, he... You know, like, he's just trying to look at the suit or, like, remember the helmet, and he kind of has one of those moments and, like, stops and points at his notes and is like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna turn to Spitz and be like, alright, look, Spitz, I, uh, I would be willing to part with 50 of my gold, but I am really for scientific research, of course, I, I'm looking for uh, to get that helmet. But then again, I might need to just go get the rest of the armor. I don't know. Hopefully, we can talk to the big Spider-Man when he comes back. Is that armor around here somewhere? I would accompany you on this quest if that was your decision. Especially if I was able to upgrade current suit. Suit is nice because has. Uh, ability to get out of quickly, but uh, this new suit has great abilities. I would love for you to have that suit. You exposed to the open air. It's a nice breezy feeling. <laughs> Not this uh, air in particular, though. This suit is heavy. Uh, it will take much longer to get out of, but with it its heaviness, suit, like we had to, we had to unscrew it every time. It took a long time for that one too. So like, uh, it's, it's not that different for us. Yeah. It'll always be out of your suit. It will always be strange having memories shared amongst you about me that I do not share with myself. Oh yeah. You know, Spitz, I'd be I'd be willing to offer you a little bit of a a, a deal in this endeavor. I well, he said if I trade in this suit, we could have discount off price. That is which that's would be true. Nice. I mean, and if we can get that, that's money. fantastic. But Are you if all right we still with giving need up money, your relic like that isn't it important to your culture? <laughs> Well, I would lose one, but I would gain one, and and uh, honestly, and he summons the trench maker. 
and then he disappears the trench maker this this is the more important relic to me if you still need funds i am more than willing to contribute so that that you can get that because that would be of a great asset not only to you but to the rest of the party as well i agree thank you it would make me more helpful i think so i think we will we will take it and we will try and get your helmet there was ring there was interest expressed in ring as well tell me more about this thing well the ring i am after will uh just give me some stronger armor be able to take more hits uh the other ring really didn't suit me but perhaps it suited lear more I know you used to have those laser swords you like to throw around. <laughs> yeah, but then they they fell off a cliff along with some other important pieces. Uh, yeah. Yep. Wait, what does the ring do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, so I could, like, Call them back to me. I don't know if I'm ready to throw my swords again. I feel like that was maybe a bad idea. But maybe if I had the ring, it wouldn't be a bad I- idea anymore. Whatever you want. And then uh, there was a third ring. I didn't get a chance to see it. Perhaps I can. Yes. That was that. a ring of the ram. Ram. All right. I'll look that up. Money. How many ram? <clears throat> Two ram? Six ram? Three charges. How's its processing power? <laughs> One action. Does it give you good graphics? <laughs> really good. Fighting does it help, does it help you with video processing? <laughs> I'm I'm running out of responses. Very. <laughs> <laughs> it's All right, then. Out of plus seven bonus. <laughs> I think we're gonna get the Leviathan suit, but I want to see what he what he offers me for my suit of doffing Mm -hmm. uh and then we'll see we'll see from there yeah yeah i'm interested in the ring of uh bonded weapon i also am more intrigued than i should be about the uh about the uh body suit that helps you camouflage (laughs) it's really cool i don't know if i would benefit from it a lot because you have to be standing still and that's not what Lear is capable of doing. <laughs> so uh, I like the idea of having a bodysuit, uh, something that adds a little bit more to AC, but I don't think that's what it does. So no, it's more stealth. It's yeah. basically just the cloak of elven kind. Yeah, and just... like he's Lear is not a subtle character. He's he's oh, a, no. he's a clumsy, fall over himself, can't stop talking, has awful charisma character. So I don't know. I don't, but I do like the idea of a bodysuit, but maybe someplace else. Probably. The ram just kind of shoots rams, ethereal rams at people, which is cool. (laughs) I think it's more like you have like a bashing, like a push, kind of like the Sentinel shield in in D&D 5th edition. What it it does is essentially it's like a force push. Mm Mm-hmm with some damage bro which is pretty dang cool 
And that would be awesome. If I had that, would I be able to punch with my astral arms and still be able to use that? Or would it just be unarmed strikes? It's... It uses an action to do a damage effect. Yeah, it's a different damage effect. It's not, you have a different type of attack. It's expend this charge, deal this much damage uh, to a creature at this distance of you. Okay, cool. Does is it like, does it push? Like if you punch with it, it pushes them backwards? Yep, five feet. That would be pretty cool. Okay, now I'm thinking I really like the ring of the... Gosh dang it! Let's put a list in the Discord and I'll... I'm, I'm, I'm going to end the game here. Okay. And we can come back to it in two weeks. Okay. Alright. Woo! Okay. Woo! It was actually very fun. This was like tense. That was awesome. I drink some and coffee. The guy, <laughs> the guy, Dr. Kindness. Uh, I know his name is Blued. Or brood. Blue, brood. Brood. brood, brood, I remember it was like brute. You know, he's a brood dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doctor's kindness. Fun. The fact that he's called brood the kind, it, it just is so weird. Uh, is he kind? So good. Yo, guys, I rolled a we'll twenty-four on my inside time. check. He's dope. I would trust <laughs> him with my life. <laughs> then again, it's Lear. So yeah, and <laughs> as long as you guys continue to do well and not screw this dude over, we're oh, good. Oh gosh. <laughs> I imagine he just wants our service. Like Probably. there's no reason for him to kill us, but like he wants us on his good side so we can be like I mean he's a, a tool for him, you know. We're interesting people, and I feel like if he's a collector, he'll find these interesting people better as allies than as a uh, uh face trophies. <laughs> Yeah. On its wall, guys. We could make we Let's, could make a really solid friend here if we keep business good. We could keep coming we back could. to this guy. I just he don't want to like anger this guy. guy. I, know. I feel so like he's a gotta, way more we dangerous. Stay on his good side. Kind of strikes me as like a job of the hut type character. Yeah. The only thing I'm concerned about would be those paladins. Like if we are on bad terms with these paladins, eventually, then his his uh, good side might go with it. I don't know. Oh, you're talking about the Vincent stuff. The Vincent boys. Uh, we are notoriously great. Well, at least this group is notoriously good at being friends with paladins. <laughs> Remind me I, don't what happened with the I don't know what that's in reference to. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, no. This is the wrong group. Uh, my last group, we're really really bad at being friends with paladins okay. every time you meet a paladin it's just like yo you suck and they're like yeah well righteous smite and we're like okay now i gotta kill you anyways i'm gonna <laughs> stop recording yeah. thanks for the we're not a week. Awesome. Yeah. Right. two weeks time we'll